0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: Wait, who is my boss? Now Regina is gone.
0: You're listening to My First Time, a miniseries from The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. Welcome back to My First Time, where we talk to stars who made their Broadway debuts in the ensemble to talk about why that experience helped shape them as an artist. If there was a breakout star from last year's Broadway season, it would undeniably be Ashley Park. Her portrayal of the hilarious and lovable Gretchen Wieners in Mean Girls earned Park nominations for seven separate theater awards last season. But as I found out when I sat down to speak with her, those lovable and hilarious qualities are ones that she also portrayed in her first Broadway outing five years earlier, when she was an ensemble member in Mamma Mia during the show's 12th year on Broadway. Here's our conversation.
1: hi how are you Ashley I'm good um
0: will you introduce yourself and tell us when you made your Broadway debut
1: yes um I'm Ashley Park and I made my Broadway debut in 2014 January no March February 2014
0: the internet says February the
1: internet is not always right but in this case I believe it no you know what my put-in was on Valentine's Day so yes
0: Take us back to Ashley, circa January two thousand fourteen, or when did you, what? Where were you when you got this audition notice? Like, what was going on in your
1: life? I was. Um, I think I had been in the city for six months now because I graduated in, in twenty thirteen. And I remember I was super sick. I had like the flu and I had like no voice and it, the audition for was for the day that I got back in a few days. Like it was right after New Year's and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm sick. I'm not going to be able to do it. I ended up going and I was still like a little bit sick, but it was the most fun audition. I'm so glad I went. Like, can you imagine if I hadn't right. gone? It was, tr- it was truly. And I, I hadn't said no to like any auditions, but I was just like, I'm so sick. Like there's no way. And I was like, you know, just chug some vitamin C and go for it. So
0: what was the day? What did you do?
1: It was. I mean, it was with Tara Rubin and Eric, and they were the best. I think honestly, I think it was so fun because I think we danced to a Rihanna song. Because you know, mommy, by that point, I think it was there in their twelfth year, uh-huh. and so all their audition music, no one was gonna, no one's gonna make you dance to Super Trooper or Waterloo. So they would turn on like a current pop song, and you would do a of pop combo and, like, improv to that. Um, I think we also had to, because the role I went in for, the track covered Allie as well, or some of the Friends, so we did a couple of the scenes. But that was it, and then we sang. I wish I knew what I had sung. I think The Climb by Marley Cyrus. <laughs> and I was just, just like, you know what? I'm just going to push the tempo a little bit. <laughs> so it, all one day... I think we were, like, at Pearl Studios. It was only... It was a small group of us. It was super fun. And
0: you found out a couple days later that you would start when
1: within the next couple weeks you know i had also i'd never seen Mamma mia or the movie so i of course knew the songs but i was actually supposed to leave the next week to start a play at the long wharf theater it like logistics always are like such well you know when it rains it pours a little Mm -hmm. bit and so i was like um i found out a couple days later that i was in my living room by myself and i got the call and i was like oh my gosh yeah <laughs> That's so. So, how was the what was the rehearsal process like? I'm so glad I my first Broadway experience was me replacing in a long running show in the ensemble that understudied. Like truly, it was just like now I understand so much more of like the vocabulary and all, all. Also, the people. I mean, the people who taught me the show were Tony Gonzalez and Lauren Samitaro, who are the two dance captains. And I think the entire eight months that I was in the show, or seven months I was in the show, we had full company seven shows. Or like six, you know, because with a long running show like that, everyone's always personal days, vacations, vacation swings, all this stuff. It's like a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. So I learned so many things that we don't, we aren't told in school. Like a lot of people come into long running shows. That's like their first gig and like to learn an entire mega mix with nobody, no other bodies except for one other body in the room is so funny. And I think that's what started my, um, like such a high respect for dance captains and swings particularly just because they would be doing that with me all day then go to their show at night they don't you know they all both covered like so many tracks and i was like how are they just switching between people just to be my partner for every section so that's why i learned with the stage manager and two dance captains in a rehearsal room <laughs>
0: And how long was the rehearsal process? You...
1: I got the part early January, and then I, my put-in was mid-February, so I think I started a couple weeks after.
0: What was something surprising about doing the show?
1: Our workplace and the Broadway community is so much about the people um, and about the relationships with each other, and it's not that I, that surprised me, Like, but I guess it's just not something that I thought was gonna be so at the core of everything that happens in a building. The different fun, like, even just learning what a call board is and how to ask for a personal day and like what the etiquette is. I think that's the thing that surprised me the most and what I was so excited to learn was there's just certain Broadway etiquette. It's um etiquette comes from like being polite or having respect and giving, you know, the importance of that is something that I learned.
0: What are your strongest memories of performing the show?
1: Truly, it's so cliche because it's like a lyric from the song. But, Mom, it was the time of my life. Like, truly, <laughs> it was so fun. I think I remember mostly, <laughs> this is so bad of me to say, for Mama Mia, especially especially our tracks, I remember more of, like, the backstage happenings. Mm-hmm. than if you, like, literally held a gun to my head and asked me to do the show right now, I, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. And it's not because I wasn't, I was tuned out or anything like that. I think it's just because I was so, when I was on stage, I was so in it and I was so <laughs> with everybody and that I can't remember like what, like when did I even enter the stage? I'm trying to like go through it in my head right now. I don't know.
0: So what do you remember about all that backstage stuff?
1: It was just great. It really, I think I was lucky that I was dropped into a family environment. I grew up in the Broadway world with, and so that's just something that I've adapted as like a a necess- necessity and also the backstage. I mean, it, we just it, we were just so silly, so silly all the time. Well, it's a
0: silly show. Yeah,
1: it's such a silly show. I, I think that was that's what it was. It's like you couldn't leave the audience and you and us. Like couldn't leave the show feeling like. I, th- I feel like it was a lot of people asked later on, like, do you wish that be your Broadway debut was like topped him in the King and I heard, do you wish it was something and I was and I always say I feel like it was my freshman year mm-hmm. you're supposed to have freshman year of college and has, so you can go into this new campus and like mess up that's what you're learning it's a safe environment with no pressure where you can learn and like I felt like there was it was no pressure it was all fun mm-hmm. um, but still I I also learned the value of like in Mama Mia especially like take the work seriously but don't take yourself seriously at all mm-hmm. um, and that's just something that's really stuck with me because it's is not a serious show but there uh, it's all rooted in heart like the show doesn't work if like there's no there's no heart behind the scenes and you know like I learned so much from being in a show with Judy McLean like she led that company with such heart and like like I I do angel cards before every show and that's some like Wait, it's what, a what is that I have like a little baggie and their little um, words of direction or intention for that day like like peace or patience or light I would now do this before every show that I have done since and I take around this bag and every cast member every backstage person conducts or whatever will pick a word for the day and it just is because and Judy did it I think because in a long, especially in a long running show and when you're doing a show eight times a week just to have sometimes you kind of just need a little purpose for that day sometimes you know sometimes it's just something that somebody needs in their life or like it's just but also for me selfishly it's a way for me to connect with everybody before we do this thing together on stage and you know and in other shows that I've done, my character is sometimes estranged from oh, the sure. rest of the cast so, on stage. Tim, yeah. yeah, Tuptim for sure. And even like the plastics, like we enter 15 minutes after everybody else and everything like that. And so I, I, it was it's really important for me to feel like connected to the people on stage, especially with Tim. It was like narrating a 20 minute ballet with all the ensemble, but I haven't seen them the whole show. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't feel right unless you've connected with them in some way. And also just because it. Gives you a chance to chat with everyone before, check in with everybody. But I loved when Judy, the fact that Judy would do that in the Broadhurst and go up all these stairs and then come down all these stairs and do that, I thought was such class and leadership and so genuine. And I remember how much it meant to me to like get to like interact with like the lead of our show, how gracious she was. And I was like, that is something that I'm definitely going to like carry on with me.
0: You mentioned like slipping up, messing up. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) memories are oh my gosh well i mean i learned truly mom mia was learned so many life lessons as well there's one where <laughs> where the women in the dressing room and i oh, i loved our ensemble dressing room like that's something that i cherish so much is dressing room time and it, like you know people will like like to have their quiet time in their dressing room and stuff like that i would i would love social time, mm-hmm. but um, one month we'd all be into like brown butter scrubs and the other one we'd all be talking about Pilates and like whatever, you know, there's always like a little trend and everybody would share and, and with each other and one was the coconut oil, like everybody really got into coconut oil at one point and I was like, I had no idea what that was and people, we'd all put it over our bodies and they would pull, you know what coconut oil pulling is, right? You like put it in your mouth and you, you rinse with it and you spit it out. So I'd watch these ladies like scoop this coconut oil and what? I was like- I know, it's like, it's really good for your teeth and everything and I've your hair, but I thought they were this. eating it. So I went to Trader Joe's, I'll never forget, I got a jar of coconut oil, and I love the taste of coconut. And I ate like half a jar of it, because I thought it was like, it was, <laughs> cause I thought it was... How <laughs> <laughs> calories are in a jar what, of coconut oil? What the, I think it's like coconut, right? I'm like, right. oh, it's healthy. And then that was the show where, so all of a sudden, midway through Act 1, I was like, whoa, that's weird. But they're like, what did you do differently? And I was like, well, I had some coconut oil. And someone looked at the jar at Intermission and was like, this is, did you just get this today? And I was like, yeah, like everyone eats that much. And they're like, no, we're spitting it out. And so I had to call out, mid-call out that show. But I just remember being so scared. Like, I just, I didn't even know you could call out a show mid-show. And I was like, no, I gotta do it. But like... (laughs) Now I know, like, don't eat that much coconut oil, but it truly, like, it's just, like, those kinds of life lessons that, like, have nothing to do with theater, but, like, yeah, I just feel like I, I had, a, those women were so knowledgeable in that room. Like, some people were getting their masters, some were yoga teachers and everything, so I just felt like I was always learning something, um, which was really fun.
0: What was your favorite part of the show to perform?
1: Oh, the mega mix. Yeah? Come on, yeah. I, am. Um, I mean, it looks like a marathon. It's like it's like interval training. It's like you have a 20-minute break off stage, and you're like, ooh, ah, ooh, like backstage. <laughs> and then you come on in an outfit, and you just like go. It's like cardio, crazy. Like I remember doing the Today Show, like doing the Mega Mix in the Today Show, and it was so f- how random that I got to do that. Like yeah. it was like their twelfth year, and they're like Broadway Week. Let's do Mama Mia. It's Mother's Day, you know. But it was it it was fun having my first Broadway experience be like not the high pressure. Like the cool thing about it was I also got to see people who have who made like a life out of doing Mama Mia. Like oh, a, sure. you know what I'm saying? Where it truly was. It's not like it was a second job or a day job, but like. They, especially in the ensemble, like they could, they would be fine doing it for five to seven years. You know, it was amazing. I was like, that's great. Like you just put your kid through college because of this. Like you really made a job out of it. And I like that's the a big thing that I learned there was realizing truly that Broadway could be work. You know, in college and before that, you do a show for like four days and then you're (laughs) done. And like, what's the next show? Like, let's get cast in the next show. And it was really cool to be like, oh, this is a really stable job for some. You know, people.
0: What are some of the things that you take from working as the, in the ensemble of a Broadway show that still feel applicable, still feel real when you're doing, you know, lead work on camera?
1: It's it's so funny to me the like the word ensemble being used for a certain group of people in a show because I absolutely think that every person who's part of a show, like a cast or company, is the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Especially with theater when you're – and in TV and film too. Like if we're all really genuinely there to tell a story together, that's, that's the definition of an ensemble. Mm-hmm. So I find myself always gravitating towards wanting to be part of the company or like really – I think I was always like the baby sister and like now getting to step into the role of being like – a peer or an older sister, I call them the G words, like graciousness, gratefulness, generosity, and being game are such like taboo words and that people kind of all put them into the same category as just like, Oh, be a good person. Another G word. (laughs) But um, I think they're all like super specific and they're super important. And I um, learned by example starting there. I also just learned how to have fun. Like, Oh, it's so fun. I love There's nothing better than being in a huge dance number. I think that's why, honestly, like Mean Girls, a lot of the like Gretchen became like the party girl, like in all the big party numbers because that's just like how I am, and that is what brings me the most joy on stage is just jumping around with everybody, and people can feel that. I think that what we were talking about earlier with theater being—it's it's it's really a sacred thing. I I'll even use the word sacred for Mamma Mia because when else are you gonna get you know. A collection of people to really just connect with each other and I think that's what I really cared with me especially into King and I when it became much more serious and the part was a lot more demanding like emotionally but the only thing that got me through was really just having fun with people backstage and not taking myself seriously not putting yourself above the work and above the company that was the biggest thing I learned
0: Special thanks to Ashley Park for sharing her stories with us this week. You can learn more about her and how to connect with her online by visiting our website, theensemblist.com. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. You can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Honestly, it really does mean a lot. I've seen the numbers grow, and it um, makes my heart happy. You can also follow us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website. We have a lot of great new photo spreads coming out in June, so make sure to look for those there. Thanks for listening. Until next time.